0: Hey, what is going on? What's going on? Happy Friday, welcome to the Shalene Show. This is a Car Smart Friday where it's super casual. We're in the car together and we just talk about life stuff. Please put your seatbelt on so that I know that you are safe as my passenger and let's get to it. All right, so there's a whole bunch of sad stuff that happened this week, but I'm not gonna start with that. I don't even know if I'll get to it. I don't wanna start with the sad stuff. Sad stuff in the news that is just so overwhelming and sad stuff that happened in my life this week. Anyways, let's just move on for the moment. I'll figure out if I can get to that later. The first thing I wanna talk about is what just happened like an hour ago. So I just got off a flight from Las Vegas. I was in Las Vegas presenting at an incredible conference for my friend, Sean Cannell. He is a YouTube expert, so it was like a, it was a primarily a YouTube crowd, like 800 people. And it was, okay, so Gary Vaynerchuk was the headliner so, and you know, Gary Vaynerchuk's lifer is, well, it's a little different than my lifer. It's like a 35, like 25 to 35 year old dude, you know, wants to kill it with NFTs, baseball cards, YouTube, you know what I'm saying? But they're cool, they're totally cool. And it's just a little different crowd than what I'm usually speaking to. Not exclusively, but, anyways. So it was there. His conference was amazing. Like they were actually freaking awesome. And I really had a fantastic time. I can't even believe the lineup of speakers that he had at this event. Unbelievable speakers. I also got to see. Do you guys know Anthony O'Neill? Oh my gosh. I got to meet him in person for the first time. He's also a YouTuber. He used to be with the Dave Ramsey group. And he does these basic, you know, financial health kind of videos, but he's so relatable and so down to earth. And he's this like adorable Christian black guy who's, you know, always making jokes about trying like the fact that he's already paid off his future wife's wedding ring, but like he just can't find her. Anyways, got to meet him in person. He was awesome. And so just everything I'd hoped he would be in person. That was fun. I also got to meet Jasmine Starr. She teaches Instagram marketing. So that was fun because like we're always speaking at the same conferences, but usually on different days, right? So we finally got to meet for the first time. That was fun. Anyway, so we took, and I've talked about this airline before that is available for you to fly to Las Vegas. It's called Jet Suites. And it's pretty dang affordable, considering, you know, how much like a private flight would be, because it's not private. It's like considered quote unquote semi-private. So there's like 30 people on the flight, typically. So it's pretty small. I mean, if there's somebody in the front talking loud, the back row definitely hears it. And that's relevant to the story I'm about to tell you. So we took Jet Suites over. It was not a very crowded flight. I think on the way over, there were like four people on the flight. And on the way back, there were probably like 15, maybe. And on the way back, it was a bunch of guys like in their, I'd say late 30s, early 40s. And this is a 11 a.m. flight. And they're... I don't know if it was remnants from the night before or whatever, but let's just say their faculties, like they weren't all there. You know what I'm saying? And we were kind of seated in the middle of all of them, but there's one guy who was just, there's no other way to describe it. Okay. You, you know, here comes a, I don't know if your kids are okay with this word, but here comes an adult word in case you need to fast forward. He's just a d-head. There's like no other way to describe him. Just a complete jerk. And he's, obnoxious and he's thinks he's hot stuff and he's like yelling things and then like turning back at us like oh sorry (laughs) are we too loud for you I'm just like rolling my eyes at him I'm being like so unfriendly and they're just being obnoxious with the flight attendant so this is beautiful lovely flight attendant and she's you know trying to give them exceptional customer service I'm sure she's accustomed to working with the public as if that's not enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, and people who do this, I, I hate to generalize, but people who do this flight, you got a little bit more money because it's not like your average flight. You're definitely going to pay an extra, maybe 100, 200 bucks for this. So people really think they're freaking entitled. It drives me nuts. Do you hear me? Do you hear my blood boiling right now? It drives me nuts when people act entitled and they treat people who they think are supposed to serve them less than and maybe it's because I spent so many years in customer service and also waitressing that like that is my freaking pet peeve so my blood is boiling already by the way he's treating this woman just like ordering her around and telling he's like yeah I'll have a I'm telling you this flight is it's not like you can get mixed cocktails or anything it's I mean you're gonna get more like I don't know what do you call it what do they call the service? You know what I'm talking about? When you get your drinks and your pretzels, et cetera, like you're going to get more of that, like even on Southwest, like this is just up and down. They, it's real bare bones. Don't be thinking this is real fancy or anything. You're paying that extra money for the convenience because you don't have to go through the airport. You don't have to go through security. You just like roll up with your bags and you jump on the flight. It's pretty dope. So he's ordering her around. Like I'll have a gin and tonic with a twist of, and she goes, Oh, okay. Well, we are not a full service bar. I'm happy to bring you the ingredients. And he's like, you know, giving her a hard time about that. Like what, what? Huh? And so she brings him, co- like we're in the air for 30 minutes. He orders like three drinks and she's like, no, I'm sorry. We're about to land. And he's like, I- I'll down it. I'll down it. He won't stop. So she just went and got him the extra drink, which I was like, I would just thrown in his face, but she didn't. She went and got him the extra drink. And then he's like, no, I got you. I got you. I- I'll-, I'll down it so fast, so fast. And so, but he doesn't, he holds the drink because he's trying to entertain the flight oh and meanwhile he's like screaming so loud to make his friends laugh like you know stuff like that like he's a 12 year old we're on a flight dude calm down act like a grown-up i'm super annoyed can you tell and then she's like okay you know we have to land i have to take your cup and he's arguing with her, and she's like, well, I, you know, I, I told you that we, I was going to give it to you, but you have to down it, and so he makes her stand there while he makes a scene, just like drinking it real slow. Jerk. So we get off the flight, and Brett and I are just like, God, what a, you know, can you imagine acting that way? I said, I, I'd like to think that maybe he's not that big of an a- like, let's just give him the benefit of the doubt, and what we were seeing was alcohol-induced poor personality. I don't know, but it wasn't a cute look. So we're getting off and and we're waiting for our cars at valet and, and everybody pretty much leaves the parking lot. It's a very small operation at the exact same time. And this dude, there's one exit out of this parking lot and guess who stops their car in the middle of the exit or his Uber and jumps out of the Uber to like run back and like, I don't know, ask for some girl's phone number or something, talk to this other car full of, not car full, but like two other ladies in this other car. And he's like talking to them and hanging out their windows. Meanwhile, I'm not kidding. There's eight cars just like, look, we're all looking at each other. Like, are you kidding me with this guy? And so someone behind us starts like honking and he thinks we're honking. So he starts, he like, you know, stands up and throws his arms up in the air, like simmer down. And like, and starts pointing at our car. Oh, and Brett is in no mood, but I'm really in no mood. See, and this is where, for those of you who are on Patreon, you've heard about my childhood and my teen years and like the areas that I grew up in and like fighting. Like that was just a thing, you know, fights. Like, and so I don't know what it is, but like that switch goes off in me and I could just get myself in a whole heap of trouble. I felt that switch go off. I swear to you right now, this was a six foot three, 40 year old man. I swear to you on my life. That I, it took everything I had not to jump out of the car and just go deck him. I really wanted to. I really, you know, you're hearing like my rage. I swear. And I didn't. We stayed calm. And then he realized that the car behind us was honking. So then he starts pointing at that car. It's like, dude, stop pointing. Just get in your car and freaking go. Just leave. What's wrong with you? And so he's like uh, yelling and like, everybody here needs to calm down. He's saying this to the eight cars that would just like to leave, sir. That's why we pay for the service so that we don't have to wait around. So he starts slowly getting into his car and people can kind of creep by him. And I tell Brett, pull over by him, pull over by him. And, you know, Brett does it. He doesn't know what I'm going to do. So I roll down my window and I'm like, hey, dude, you just need to know. The world doesn't effing revolve around you. You were just a complete a-hole. And then I said, hit it! (laughs) Because we were, like, safely in our car. I literally got to do a drive-by piece of my mind, which made me feel good. Maybe it was wimpy. I don't know. But also, like, I wanted to say that to him on the flight, but I also didn't want to get into confrontation because he was drunk. At least he seemed like he was. And... And, you know, you just, I can't do that kind of thing. No one should. None of us should. Yeah, I mean, if somebody is, someone's life was in jeopardy, if someone was, like, if she was truly, you know, couldn't have handled herself, I would have stepped up and said something. So would Brett have, right? But if it's just to, like, make a point and let someone know that they're a jerk, I just, I have to keep myself in check. I need to keep myself in check. It takes a lot to push me. I don't have a zero to 90 like I stay so calm you can't make me mad I'm so patient I really am but in situations like this it takes a lot but once I get there then I have the switch that I swear goes back to you know those girl fights in elementary and high school and my adrenaline pumps that fight-or-flight and my fight kicks in a lot harder than my flight and I have to keep that in check because today you just don't know you know with like what happened with Dave Chappelle what happened with so many of these ethnic and race based murders what happened with this massacre this week like i am not even going to talk about that y'all i'm not even, i can't because you tune into the podcast for a reprieve we you try to talk about things other than what's in social media and other than what's in the news so i want that the space to be that for you but just know i I do think about how we have to live our lives a little differently. Unfortunately, you just, you know, there's right and wrong and I'm a big believer in what's right, but we also have to be very careful and, and know that there are authorities to handle that. There's a proper chain. There's a proper line of command. And I'm literally having a conversation with myself right now to remind myself, like I probably shouldn't have even rolled down my window and yelled at him because who knows? Like he could have pulled out a gun I don't know. He could have written down our license plate number and chased us. Like you just don't know. So I need to knock that off. I really do. And I'm going to, I think, (laughs) but there's a part of me that also knows people like that. If they're not put in check, not like I put them in check, you know what I'm saying? But maybe for a second he thought about maybe tomorrow he'll wake up and go, you guys, was I just a total jerk? I hope he does. I really hope he does. This episode of The Shaleen Show is sponsored by our good friends at Organifi. I'm recording this in the evening, and one of the things I love to do in the evenings is to wind down with a hot cup of Organifi Gold chocolate. It literally tastes like a hot chocolate, you guys. I'm telling you. It's a soothing blend of medicinal mushrooms. Now, hold on. It doesn't taste anything like mushrooms. I'm telling you, it it tastes like hot chocolate. And that's because they use organic cocoa, a holistic alternative to hot chocolate, and it literally calms your nervous system. It also improves your immune system. And for me, I find that I get into a deeper state of rest. So if you want to try one of the many Organifi products, I recommend that you check them out. Go to Organifi, organif com forward slash Shalene, and you're going to get 20% off. As you know, I love a ton of their products. Any place where your diet might be deficient, like you're just not getting enough of that ingredient or you want to bolster your immune system, which is so important, especially when we're talking about hormone health, weight loss, your mental focus, all of those things, you've got to take care of your immune system. And Organifi creates the highest quality supplements most of which are in a powdered form, which allows you to just mix them with water. Super convenient, all 100% USDA certified organic ingredients. And again, you get to try them for 20% off by going to Organifi.com forward slash lean. I'm going to spell it O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash lean for 20% off. Okay, well, that was the first half, and now Brett and I are sitting on the couch together, and he's going to help me finish up our time together, shall I say? I was just telling him that I told you guys about what happened on the flight and how I rolled down the window and yelled at the guy, and and what were you saying?
1: He doesn't know he's a jerk. He won't know he's a jerk until his wife leaves him and his kids don't like him, because that's what's going to happen.
0: Ooh, I like it.
1: They don't realize. But that guy's an ass. He's been an ass his whole life.
0: <laughs> I think you're right. I know you guys love it when Fred's on. Uh, if you really love it, you should definitely get to know Patreon cuz Fred Johnson that's that's where you live your best life, huh?
1: Yes. Big time.
0: So I I asked Instagram tonight for some questions. Yeah. So do you mind answering them with me? Sure. Okay. I mean, some of them are, like, a lot of them are for me, but some of them you could chime in on, too. So they asked how often we see Bob, and I said, usually, like, twice a week. Yeah.
1: We we split it up, so sometimes you go, like, after a workout, or I go. And you and I are the only ones now that take him out. Really? My mom doesn't take him out anymore. How come? Because she says that he wants to just stay with her, so it's hard to go back.
0: Oh he's fun when we take him out like he's literally more fun than when he when he lived with us and we would take him out i don't know he was like kind of it was different
1: yeah he always wanted to get back real quick but rob my brother went and picked him up today
0: oh he did he took him
1: out took him over to the house and they played catch with duke
0: oh that's awesome yeah
1: so that's the best way to do things with him is to take him out and we do things. And-
0: What's kind of nice is that before it was just us. And now he's like, we're all kind of on a rotation.
1: Yeah. My mom sees him like three times a week. We see him a couple times a week. Rob goes and tries to get it at least once a week. Yeah.
0: His so- life's crazy busy.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Next question is where are we going on vacation? And I think I already mentioned this, but they asked it on Instagram. So we're going to France. We're going to Italy and we're going to Mykonos.
1: Which is where? What country is Mykonos in, honey? Greece. Good. <laughs> well, you gave countries, and then you gave us city.
0: Oh. oh, yeah, you're right. That's true. So then the next question is, what is one of the most annoying things about having a spouse who has ADHD? <laughs> I could answer this on your behalf, but go ahead. <laughs> Do you, go ahead. Make, pull out your list. You, probably. Uh, today was a bad day. Yeah, because you. Fr- and you know what? I didn't take my medication
1: i just remembered on. that i forgot to i take do meds. sometimes ask i'm like did you take your meds today because i can tell sometimes like when you're like very frazzled like today you had two separate bouts of like you had no clue where stuff was and you literally you you couldn't find your car keys and you just set them down on the table no it was my car keys my phone your phone five minutes before you're gonna leave and you just couldn't find it you're searching all over the place and then finally you just looked in the you know, vicinity of where you put it and you're like, there There it is.
0: But and here's it, the thing. with wh- I couldn't find my phone. And I was so excited because I was going to be on time for my doctor's appointment. And I even, like, Brock wanted to tell me the story. And I'm like, I Brock, I don't have time because I want to be on time. And then I, like, ran upstairs to get my phone. And I couldn't find it. And then I... How many times did I run up and down the stairs?
1: Five or six. You got you got your second cardio, probably. You did yeah. some hit training.
0: And for me, when I lose something... I have to look in really odd places because that's where I'm going to find things. Usually I'm going to find it like in the refrigerator or in a drawer
1: I usually find it.
0: Yeah, and you know. I couldn't
1: help you at that point cuz I was getting an IV. Getting an IV. So you blamed it on me, which is typical. Yeah. You lose it and then blame me.
0: Yeah. I literally ran all over the house and then it was just like at the door so strange and
1: then your keys or and I drove your car you drove my car and then I have to take Brock home and he's been here for like three hours and his dogs need to be fed and like I'm like where are my car keys because you even you even put a sign at the door leave keys here to remind yourself there yeah so you then <laughs> you take them upstairs
0: well I think that's your fault because you just use a fob who just uses a fob you've got to put like some
1: thing, a like a keychain no well, I I don't need a keychain. So and then what do I do when I go to the gym?
0: Stick it in a locker?
1: Yeah, then you got to walk no that's not that's not what I do. And then the only other really thing that's like gets a little tiresome oh, is boy. when we all share the same calendar with work and everything and you literally will be on your phone like Typing an email or typing a text or working, and you like look at me and you're like, When do we go on that vacation? When do we go on vacation next week again? And everything's on the phone because you've, you've. you've-
0: I know, but I don't want to get out of the app because if I get out, whatever I'm doing, let's say I'm sending an email, if I leave that screen, you don't understand the risks that are involved. If I okay, leave so that just, screen, then I'm going to get distracted and then I'll never finish the email.
1: Okay. Well, then. Then what? Basically, the app on the phone that says calendar should just be a picture of me. <laughs> That's funny. You're silly. Well, it's true. But it's not just once. Let's, let's be honest. Like, you don't just ask me like, hey, when is this once? It's like, it could be. You still don't know when we're leaving for
0: Europe. Yes, I, I, know, I know today.
1: <laughs> but I've told you every day I know. for like the last three weeks, and you've already told your best friend like you're leaving Saturday. We're not leaving until Sunday. I know. I know. I know. I know. I can't. Like everybody's like, oh, it's a long flight. I'm like, I can't even wait. Why? Just to get on the plane. Really? Oh, they bring you that little glass of champagne. They do? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Because I'm going to tell them to bring me two.
0: Okay. Well, they also asked how we're doing after... No, we're not talking about we're not talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. But the Pods doesn't even know. They we, don't. we lost our dog. We Let's lost. talk about it. Well, I'm just, I'll say it real quick. Okay. So, our Rocco, our chocolate lab, I'm going to say this real quick because nobody wants to feel the feels, but our chocolate lab, it was 16 and a half, crossed over the Rainbow Bridge. Okay, we're not talking about it. Yeah. In the same way that I can't even watch coverage right now. No, I'm not watching coverage of it. Of no, the massacre? No. Like, I,
1: you know. I watch CNBC all day long. So every once in a while, just they won't even, you know, they'll be talking about like, Apple stock is doing this or, you know, some kind of stock. And then all of a sudden they're like, let's go to so-and-so for breaking news. And then it's just like, hey. And then they literally like throw like world news in there. And that was like yesterday and today was about the what happened in Texas. And I'm just like, it's just so. It's so stupid. It's so, so senseless. Sad. It's just I I'm very can't senseless. even understand the parent. I can't understand like how you even go through life after as a parent losing a child. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't I know. Get that. I know. Literally,
0: and it's interesting because I I know I have told you guys that I love like deep dark traumatic stories, especially real ones. But that is on another level.
1: That's kids involved, and
0: that is just—it can't. I just can't. You
1: can't get any more innocent than a
2: kid.
0: No, and and so that I just don't even want to think about it. And and I'm I'm wondering if you guys are like that too. Like I just so for me to distract myself from that, Johnny Depp. What's her name? Amanda Heard.
1: Amanda. Is it Amanda Heard?
0: Not Amanda. Yeah, it's
1: Amanda. Amanda. Amanda? Yeah. Amanda, why does it not sound right? Oh, you've been listening to it nonstop. For- I know
0: they just call her Heard. I think it's Amanda. I need to look it up now. I'll look it up. Anyways, the De- it. the deaf herd trial. It's interesting to to me for a couple of reasons. Number one, with my background as a paralegal, I used to have to go to court all the time with the attorney and Amber. Oh, that's right, Amber. I guarantee that they were screaming it at us while they were listening to this. It's Amber.
1: It's Amber. Like Amber. I, that's I, right. I, I don't. I haven't watched any of it. I just get like updates from you and then yeah. like the podcast that you watch. It doesn't really interest me that much.
0: Yeah, it's just a distraction, is all. Like, I, it's just kind of funny, but it, it's interesting to me because with my paralegal background, I, you know, they're going to deliberate in terms of what, okay, it's just complicated. I'll say this I think it's a, a really toxic nasty relationship but oh, i think I... she was was i think she was the instigator but i think they both partook in some nastiness and they were just i think i think she's a toxic person and so as they have demonstrated almost everyone who she's been in a relationship with male or female cuz she's bisexual it has become toxic and abusive so i think she brings that out in people she's an instigator but Was he abusive towards her? Whether she instigated or not, I think the answer would be yes. It seems, just based on some of the things he's said to her verbally, etc. However, I, I, I definitely think like she's the problem. But then, but that's not what the case is about. The case is not about who abused who. The case is, did Amber Heard say something that was untrue about him? in the press and she didn't use his name and she said that she was in an abusive relationship and I don't know that that's untrue. So it'll be interesting to hear what the jury instructions sound like and it will be interesting because remember the the jurors haven't been watching coverage. Yes, he's like super likable. This woman has been destroyed. She's destroyed herself in my opinion, my opinion. I think she seems very narcissistic. I think she seems like a liar. I think she seems like a nasty person, but that's not what the jury's gonna look at. The jury's gonna look at the the law and they're gonna apply the law to what she did. Bottom line. Were you gonna say something? No. Oh. I got a bunch of people, for some reason this time, asking when I'm going to be doing a collab with Sean T. I don't know if you mean a fitness collab, but Sean is still under contract with Beachbody and I'm not. So yeah, that's not going to (laughs) happen. I left the fitness and diet consumer culture for a very specific reason and I have no interest in rejoining that game. Let me tell you that. Life is good. Life is a million times better. I love those of you who are doing it, it's awesome, it's great for you, I just don't like it and I don't want to be a part of it and I've never been happier and I've never been less happy and more stressed and felt in disalignment than when I was having to do that. Now, don't get it twisted. I friggin' love fitness and I'm really good at it and I loved teaching and I loved creating the workouts and I loved creating the the music and if I can toot my own horn for a second, I really think I was gifted. I really think I was phenomenal at putting music to sound effects and choreography and creating those workouts. Would you agree, honey?
1: The best. <laughs> I see this I, I see this stuff that's out there right now. It's
0: it's just regurgitated over and over the yeah, same just, dumb shit over and over.
1: We just same moves just change the name and sequence.
0: But, and so I love, love, love that. What I didn't love is the consumerism side of it, like the marketing of it, the the machine of it, right? I mean, so it's just like anything. If you love your art, but then your art becomes like a consumer product, it just isn't the same. And so I'm fortunate enough to, to know how to do a lot of things that solve problems for people and that you know, is how I've become a successful entrepreneur. So I can always change directions. And if I'm not loving what I'm doing, I can switch. And, you know, we never have to work another day again in our lives. Like we're taking 30 days off right now, but we do certain things like the podcast because I love this. I don't do the podcast because I need to. I do the podcast because I freaking love doing it. Okay. Okay. Also, people want to know, when are you going to show us a tour of your shoe collection? So here's the deal. I don't collect shoes anymore. I don't collect luxury goods anymore. Why are you looking
1: at me like that? I'm I'm waiting for this (laughs) punchline.
0: Well, because now, shoes and like expensive bags and expensive clothing, to me, it feels like It feels like a waste to collect those things. When I see like reality TV stars or celebrities and they do a tour of their closet and you see hundreds of shoes, you know they aren't wearing 90% of them. So sell them, donate that money to a charity and that's what we do. I have a Poshmark. I will put my Poshmark link in my show notes and every sale, 100% of those proceeds go to Alzheimer's Research like, why do I need to collect and hold on to expensive things that I'm never going to wear again because they're no longer in style? You know what I'm saying? Like, just to flex. Sorry, that's like my text message is going off in the background. So I just don't do that anymore. I mean, I'll show Like, I, I have a nice little collection of shoes that I'm wearing right now. But, and, and some of them drive Brett crazy because he buys nice expensive shoes for me. And then I buy cheap Amazon dupes that break in 2 seconds but i'm like look at these they look exactly like fill in the blank and they're 30 bucks and he's like stop buying those
2: <laughs>
1: you ate it huh yeah cuz they you could tell they're knockoffs you could tell yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i still have that side of me I've got an Amazon video. I'm going to do a couple of Amazon videos. One of all my favorite things that are in the in our master bathroom and then I'm going to do another one that is, I think it's Michaela. And then I'm going to do another one that is some of my favorite. Because like, I never used to shop for clothing on Amazon, but lately I've been finding a couple of like really cute, fun things. You know, just for like, I call them Zoom shirts. Like you need like, you know, a different colored blouse every time I go on Zoom. And so, like, I'm not going to spend a lot of money. i just, like, buy some cute blouses on Amazon. I don't
1: care about that. But no? No, nah, I like the shoes the right way.
0: The shoes the right way. Well, sir, we should probably wrap this up. We've got a Between Friends Patreon coming out for you guys this weekend. And by the way, while we are in Europe... The podcast obviously still moving right along we recorded a bunch of episodes in advance so those are coming out for you guys some really great episodes upcoming and then you know for the live in the moment personal content obviously there's patreon obviously there's friday car smarts and yeah so don't worry we're not going anywhere We love checking in on your comments in the pod squad, in the Patreon app, and of course on Instagram. So thank you for those of you who submitted questions. Please make sure you follow. I love seeing your comments and love it when you guys share the podcast. Thanks for leaving reviews. Thanks for being here. Thanks for spending time with us. Love you. Mean it. And we'll talk to you soon.
2: If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and following along. The Chalene Show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most every podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review and tell us specifically what you enjoyed. The Chalene Show was released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. For Tuesdays and Thursdays, be sure to follow and subscribe to Chalene's other podcast, Build Your Tribe, which she co-hosts with her son, Brock Johnson. It's all about business and marketing, and it's devoted to helping you make more money and live more life. If you'd like more of Chalene with more personal content, and I mean personal content, be sure to check out her Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Chalene Show. Links to anything referenced in today's episode, as well as show sponsors and other podcasts can be found below in our show notes.